0: So bang I do, bang. do let you I bang. Let me bang your jersey, man. I let you bang. bang. Hey, bang. bang. I
1: let, hey, hey, let you bang. Greetings, Nurse and Bridges. Go for Jesus, No for not forget jersey people.
2: Hey, I'm not surprised, motherfuckers. Ladies and gentlemen, it is time once again. For your favorite mixed martial arts podcast. Recording out of Los Angeles, California. It's MMA Roasted with Adam
0: Hunter. Who the fuck is that guy?
2: Who
1: the fuck is that? Action. What's up, people? Welcome to a brand new M.A. Roasted Podcast. I'm here with the legend Don Fry, waiting for McCorkle. Don, every time somebody sends me a video of you, it's the most badass thing I've ever seen in my entire life. Uh, you say the funniest shit I've ever heard in my life. You're like a walking, like, 80s sitcom western. Um, <laughs> Do they have one of those? <laughs> it, they don't. They should have. It's just one thing after another. Like, I actually laugh to myself sometimes. Like, I remember talking about this fighter that was like, uh, he was in college and he did gay porn. uh, And he's like, yeah, you know, he did gay porn to pay for college. And you go, I went to college. I never did gay porn. Like, like just the things you say. And you're like, I'm like, what do you think of that one fighter? He was sneaky, like the Chinese. (laughs) Like. The Chinese had nothing to do with this fight. Um,
0: you can't what- trust him though, you can't fucking trust the Chinese. You know, not, they're, all, they're, not
1: all Chinese, I've met plenty of Chinese people you can trust, uh, Don. Uh, but man, you are one of a kind. name, name four, N- name four. <laughs> I, ha- I have to go
0: <laughs> there's uh, Duck Hung Lo and Young Sung Dick, and uh song. <laughs>
1: we're we're off to a great start. Here I am trying to tell you how funny you are, uh, but I mean you're goddamn you're funny, man. Like, like, do you, does your mind just work that way, where you just like think of what what what's the funniest thing that I could say, or you just have zero filter?
0: I just have zero filter. You know, I'm at that age. I don't give a fuck anymore. You know. Were you I've always like everything? This,
1: were you always like? No I, was,
0: no, I was polite. You know, at one point in my life. Oh, you know, shit. But, hell, I, I've done everything you, you can do on this planet, you know? Played cowboy, played fireman, played you know, world champion fighter, you know? Played actor, played stuntman. Fuck it, hey, shit. I could die at any time, and Be be cool with it. I don't care.
1: Well, uh, we wouldn't be cool with it. And uh, I was thinking, like, you know, people always say, you know, give the guy his flowers when he's alive, you know, and yada, yada, yada. But, like, yeah. but I, but I hate, I, I don't ever want to, you know, obviously don't ever want to see you die or whatever. Uh, that would be awful. I, I, I would, I'd, I'd be beyond depressed. But I think that, like, you're yeah, in my
0: I, day too. People, yeah.
1: <laughs> I, but I think people are people don't appreciate you as much as, as, as they should while you're alive because you're like one of the last. <laughs> like I mean you say some of the funniest shit I've ever heard in my life. Um oh, dang yeah. no uh meanwhile, so I just got off uh I was I was I'm waiting for McCorkle to come. Um did you watch the fights last week?
0: No, I did not.
1: Uh, they, they, uh Did I miss okay. anything? Well, I sent you that clip of uh Bryce Mitchell. Uh yeah.
0: that was funny. That was
1: funny. Yeah. Uh, I know. Uh, oh. I mean he's on um, he's he's next level. He shows up with a Bible in his hand, holding it up, yelling out Braveheart. This is before the fight even starts. And oh, then yeah. and then after he wins this fight, hey Violet, how's it going? Yeah. Hi Violet. You want some
2: chocolate
1: or ice cream? Ice cream or chocolate? Uh, um, but did, why did you wait for daddy to start the show and then you uh, <laughs> had the whole morning to ask me for this? And then, right when it starts, is when you uh, want it. All right, so how to Don, though. You guys, how to Don.
0: Hi, Violet. How you doing, darling? Uh, she's a Violet. pretty little girl,
1: she's allegedly sick. Uh, oh. I know, but you said this morning you were coughing a lot, so we kept you. I know, we kept you home from school to not get the other kids. Well, ice cream's
0: ice cream's good for a cough. <laughs>
1: yeah, right. Ice cream is not good for a cough. All right, let's go downstairs. Come on. Soothe the throat. All right. I know, I know. Okay. You jump on daddy's back? Okay, thank you. So this is Don has Don has two little girls. You know that? Yeah, he's got yep. two daughters. One of them got married, right? No,
0: fuck no. I'm sorry. No. <laughs> Nothing I know of. Nothing I know of. How old are they? Uh, they're 20 and 20. They're uh, 2000 and 2001 model. Uh, so, uh, <laughs> uh, 22
1: and 23. Were, uh, uh, growing up, were the boys like uh, that they brought home, were they like, scared of you?
0: You know, they, all, they only brought one boy home, and they, they didn't know anything about me. Tell the the my my youngest daughter's boyfriend didn't know anything about me. You know, they've been dating for a couple of years and he didn't know anything till about seven months ago. You know? Oh wow.
1: <laughs> and then and then what happened when he found out about you?
0: Well, I haven't seen him since. <laughs> <laughs> he's not. he's real polite. He's a really polite
1: to me. Yeah. <laughs> but most everybody is. Yeah. But but your, your uh your your uh, daughters took care of you right when you you're sick. No,
0: oh well, they did uh, one time. Uh, which time are you talking about?
1: The last time.
0: Last time, I think so.
1: Yeah, because I know that, they... I know that I know that you you were saying that the uh, the ex wife was kind of putting a oh. divide between you guys, and then but then yeah. they but then they were taking care of you, so that must have felt good.
0: Yeah, yeah. they come by, you know, check my pulse, you know, put a mirror in front of my nose, see if (laughs) I was breathing.
1: Oh, God. Now, after you fought, did your kids ever come to your fights or no?
0: No, uh, one time. But they were, when I fought, um, I'm thinking a a hero's fight or a, might have been a hero's fight or something else, a smaller fight after Pride, you know. And um, they sat, they sat backstage with my um, Japanese movie agent. She sat backstage with them, you know, and so they they didn't didn't know them because they were real young. They were real young. Were you
1: nervous though? Because you didn't want to get hurt in front of them.
0: No, like I said, they they were backstage. They didn't they didn't know what the fuck was going on. You know, yeah. they just thought dad was exercising, come back all sweaty and nasty. <laughs> uh,
1: and now McCorkle finally came on. uh Sean, I'm I'm waiting for you to tell these stories because I don't want to tell the story and then uh, and then have you not there. But we're talking about Don's kids coming to his fights. Uh, they came to yeah. one fight of his. Did your son and daughter ever come to your fight, Sean?
2: Yeah, my son, actually, he came to the my first fight against Mark Hunt. That was the only one he went to because it was um, – is my audio okay, by the way? Yeah, yeah, you're great. Um, it was um, – yeah, I have a real expensive microphone I bought just for this podcast, and it doesn't work worth a shit. So I, <laughs> I paid $200 for this microphone, and it doesn't work. It's the worst. Anyway, so – um, <laughs> Yeah, probably, uh, probably. But he um, – so uh, he goes to my fight against Mark Hunt and I had to kind of explain to him that there was a high likelihood I would be getting my ass kicked, but it was going to be okay. You know what I mean? Or whatever. Like, <laughs> you know, I told him, you know, like, uh, Hey, you know, you know, I'll be fine even if I lose, you know, or whatever. So when, uh, you know, I come out and of course he's got real good seats and everything. And to him, it's like a WWE event, you know, like he's, you know, all excited. So I get out there, I win real quick. Um, after I try to sneak out to go see him like Adam just snuck out of this podcast. I Um, I try to sneak out to go see him, but unfortunately I'm gigantic and handsome and people recognize me and it's in my hometown. So as I'm trying to go up through the crowd, which they wouldn't let me in the venue, I had to lie and sneak and say I had a ticket I was going to get. Because (laughs) if you don't buy a ticket to the UFC event, you're not allowed in the arena. Can you believe that? Like, even if you fought, you're not allowed to go in the arena unless you also buy a ticket. So um I, I told him i said oh no my uh, girlfriend has my ticket i gotta go get it. i'll bring it back to you to one of the ushers and uh, he was like oh okay and uh so then i just never came back
0: um, as <laughs> before before the invention of cell phones huh?
2: yeah exactly so i go uh, walking up and as i get up toward my son like everybody starts recognizing me and then i start getting mobbed in the crowd by every drunk person who knows me from indianapolis or claims to know me so it's getting like almost like a riot scene it's getting kind of like awkward for him like uncomfortable because You know, I got like drunk people jumping, taking pictures with me, everything. And so I I picked him up. I said, well, bud, I said, what'd you think? He goes, man, dad, I was so nervous when he took you down at first, you know? And I said, oh, I was going to be okay either way, little dude. He's only like eight at the time. And he goes, no, like I was afraid you were going to get beat up in front of all these people. He said, that would be the worst. He goes, like if my dad got beat up in front of 20,000 people, he goes, I wouldn't even like be here. He goes, I, w- I wanted to leave if you lost before you came out. And I was like, <laughs> he was, he was dead serious. He said he wanted to leave. Uh-huh. The, uh, he would have left the venue with my friend he was with if I lost. Cause he didn't want to be with his dad. If he got beat up in front of 20,000 people. So I was like, thanks. That's a, uh, that's awesome that you uh, thought that. How come you didn't?
0: How come you didn't use the bionic elbow, Dad?
2: <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. Why didn't you? That, that's what's so awesome is that, like everybody before was telling me, "No, you can do it." This and that, and so I go up and I talk to my dad, who always hated me fighting. He never, he didn't want me to play football. He's afraid I was going to get CTE or ruin my back and be in hell forever, like what happened. But. Oh, yeah. uh, My dad was like, son, I got to be honest with you. He goes, I thought you didn't have a chance. Like my dad tells me that in the crowd after the fight. He goes, I was like, thanks, dad. He goes, no, everybody else did too. Like everybody thought you were going to lose. Then I find out a friend I've had since I was a kid, like literally since we were little kids, had bet $5,000 against me to people in the crowd. He was taking all bets against me, supposedly one of my friends. So he ended up losing his five grand. Um, you know, he was given five to one odds betting against me. So yeah, it was a, it was an odd night, but yeah, that's the long answer to your question.
1: You know what though? I do think about that. Like I think about like Tyron Woodley's kids or Ben Askren kids, like when Jake Paul knocked him out. Yeah. Cause all the kids know Jake Paul. It's not like, it's not like he lost over in like rising or something or, right. Know, I, so all the kids know that and I, I just wonder like what they tell their kids i mean you know they're good parents and yada yada and they tell them listen it's just a sport and they've seen them win you got to win you got to lose it's probably a really good lesson for them to learn but i wonder what happens if other kids like making fun of them or hey your dad got knocked yeah. out by Jake Paul like how 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 do they handle that
2: you know, it was funny. I talked to Chris Lytle, who Lytle is one of other than Don Fry, one of literally one of the toughest people I've ever met in my life. A lot of people don't know that. That dude, Chris Lytle, is ballsy, man. He would, he would spar with heavyweights boxing, like he'd spar with Tim Sylvia, like full force, 100%. And he was 170 pound fire, just, just tough, man. But I asked him like an idiot after I lost. I texted him. I said, Hey man, what do you tell your kids? Like I, I more or less said, you've lost a bunch. What do you tell your kids when you lose? Like, I, it's kind of how it came out. I didn't mean to, but I told him, I was like, what do you tell your kids when you lose? I said, cause I never lost before. And my son just kept saying, I just don't understand how someone could beat you in a fight. And I was like, well, you know, even the fastest person in the world can't necessarily win every race. He's like, yes, he could. And I'm like, cause everything's black and white with, with kids. Or it's black and white with Don too, but no. Dude, um. That's <laughs> funny.
1: Dude, that's like when I wrote a sketch. Last, I wrote a sketch last year for the award show. We were like at last minute, like everyone kept bailing out, and I, I tried to get that 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 guy. What's his name? You're, the guy that breakdances, Chris. Uh, the guy that you know, the the big black dude who like.
2: Oh yeah, yeah. Chris Barnett.
1: I tried to get him to be Lizzo. And yeah. at like the last minute he, he 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 like he ghosted me. so I'm like, hey, d c, anyway, you could be Lizzo <laughs>
2: <laughs> like d c it wasn't humiliating enough that you were eating church's chicken last
1: yeah, yeah, anyway time. Dude, i I think I got like a I got like those dots and then like a no response. like he was ready to right. say something like I could see the dots were coming up or like someone's about to text you. but uh anyway, so meanwhile, I've had a crazy. So I had a th- – I, I did my this c- cruise ship last week. We had a – for some reason, now they're making the shows at 3.30. 3.30 for the PG shows because everyone wants to watch comedy at 3.30, right? right and right. Um, it was actually, like, packed, sold out, this and that. This little kid keeps running up to the stage. She must be, like, one or two, like, maybe one and a half. A little cute. But but in the corner of my – I'm trying to tell jokes, and I just see a kid keep running back and forth and running back and forth, right? <laughs> and then – so then I'm like uh, – this other distraction, Someone starts heckling. And then all of a sudden the little kid throws a toy at me. Like she threw a toy not <laughs> at the on the stage. Right. And I got to yeah. be. So then the, the mom picks her up and she starts cry, crying. And I'm like, you know, that's my agent. I'm, you know, trying to make it. And she's like her toy. So now I have to get up and get the toy. <laughs> right. And I was like, it's OK. I've had worse things thrown at me. You know, I, I think Having a a child, you know, I'm sure you guys know, uh, teaches you patience. Um, (laughs) It's supposed to. I I never
2: learned it, but I've heard it. Uh, I've heard it's supposed to. I did see your video where you almost got kneed in the balls by a lady. And, uh, how quick you reacted to block that or like avoid that was amazing. Like, I mean, that's a guy I was like, that's a dude that's been hitting the balls a lot because you, you immediately dodged without even without missing a beat. You completely dodged a knee to the balls that would have got most men. So,
1: and they didn't even kick her out. They let her stay. too. They let her uh, stay. What, what,
0: that, what happened? You got to explain this one to me.
1: It was a woman that was like, Just, you know, one of these women that kept answering all the questions, like not even like I'd be like, you ever call your ex? Yes. You know, like I'm not really asking a question to people, but she's just yelling out answers or this or that. And then and she was like, you could redhead, you could tell like probably on her third, fourth marriage and the guy was on his third, fourth, like this. You could tell the way he was reacting to it. Like, I don't want to deal with it, but he was laughing.
2: You so mean I, you ran into a woman that didn't know when to shut up? That's amazing. I've never slept. Crazy.
1: Yeah, that's, that's a once-in-lifetime thing. Yeah. You know? So I, I called her a cougar, and she's like – and then she, she, I go, all right, you get up for my mom or something. And she must have been, like, in her 50s. And she, she gets up and grabs the, tries to grab the microphone, right? So I'm not going to give her the mic. So, she, so she's like, do I look like his mom? And then I was like, no, grandma, right? So then she got mad. <laughs> and tried to throw a knee at me. But I don't think she was actually, you know, I don't think she, she wasn't gonna extend it. It wasn't gonna be like a a teep kick, you know? So I just sort of (laughs) blocked it. (laughs) And then uh, I go, that's the closest she's ever She's come to a dick in 20 years. so something else is hammered her, and then at the end, of course, you want to take pictures, and she's like, "I really hope the show a lot." And I'm like, "Oh God, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you're were, you're were bombing!" Until I got up there, yeah. <laughs> now that it's summer, you might be looking for wholesome, convenient meals for sunny, active days. I I know I am. Okay, and Factor, which is America's number one ready-to-eat meal kit, not number two, number one. It can help you fuel up fast with flavorful and nutritious ready-to-eat meals delivered right to your door. You'll save time, you'll eat well, and you'll stay on track reaching your goals, okay? Are you too busy with summer plans to cook? I am. It takes me forever to cook, and I ruin the meals. But I want to make sure that I'm eating well, and so should you, Well, with factors, skip the trip to the grocery store and skip the chopping and the prepping and the cleaning, okay, while still getting the flavor and the nutritional quality you need. The factor is fresh, never frozen ew uh their meals are ready in just 2 minutes that's right 2 minutes although when i do stuff in 2 minutes my wife complains okay but not with factor all you got to do is heat and enjoy and then get back outside and soak up this warm weather vitamin d all right looking for calorie conscious options this summer you can try the delicious dietitian approved calorie smart meals with around or less than 550 calories per serving that's that's, that's nothing That's you burn that off, I don't know, jogging. All right. You need an extra boost to support your wellness goals this summer. I do. We'll try the Protein Plus meals with 30 grams of protein. Hell yeah. Get get rough. Look at look at these guns, people. All right. So check it out. Check out Factor. Head to factormeals.com slash roasted 50 and use code roasted50 and get 50% off your first box. That's half off your first box. That's code roasted50 at factormeals.com slash roasted50 to get 50% off your first box. All right. Check it out. You're going to thank me later. I got this cute dog. She's she's teething right now, uh, but she's, she's adorable. All right. No more biting. You got to get some chew toys. So thank you guys so much. Hope you guys are having a wonderful day and check out Factor right now.
2: <laughs> I always wondered man how that of uh I used to watch guys like uh Jim Rome who I can't stand but I would people would call his show and he would trash them and I thought I wonder how many listeners he's lost over the years just talking shit to people like that you know like a guy that like, would have a bad take on something be like you're an idiot and then I always wonder that on comedians if you worry about losing fans by teasing someone you know what I mean like just over a period of years you know like by teasing people in the crowd cuz some people are so damn sensitive man it's ridiculous Although yeah. I did see call, I saw Adam one time call a group of Arab guys, Al-Qaeda. He just said, it's good to see Al-Qaeda's here. He goes, is this your guy's cell meeting? And I was like, holy crap. Like, that was. That was <laughs> they thought it was funny. At least I think they thought it was funny. I'm pretty but
1: sure i pretty sure they were Mexican. It, it was like the worst part. Yeah, like they weren't
2: even, you know, even Arabs. So. Uh,
1: but then, so then, right. So then I'm like, uh, then same show. Someone's like. So right away, there's a woman pointing to her husband the whole time, like, talk to him. talk like. And it's a PG show, so I'm so limited to what... So I'm like, okay, what is it? And then the guy goes, hey, I just want to let you know, I've made lots of mistakes in my life. Like, and this yeah, is I like... A <laughs> so, then, so then he gets up to go to the bathroom, and I'm, the, the girl does. I go, well, what like? He goes... The woman goes, well, he goes, she's 36 and I'm 31. I'm like, well, this is not the census, but thanks for letting me know. And mm. she's like... He goes, I've been married three times. She's on her fifth marriage. And then, <laughs> so, like you guys mean a divorce court? Like, divorce. so that, so that was, but that wasn't even the craziest part. So, all right. So now the other comic I'm with this guy, uh, black comic, really funny guy, uh, really good guy. Uh, he offended somebody like two months ago on a ship and I guess he did like a domestic violence joke, but he said, this is going to be really offensive don't stay here. And they warn everybody. Of course, the lady gets mad, complains about him. He gets flown off the island, right? So
2: <laughs> they took him completely off the island. That's amazing. Wow, wow. <laughs> 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 he thought he said- found himself on. He found himself on an episode of Survivor. He didn't even know he was on. <laughs> you are because off the island now. She
1: didn't feel comfortable with him, right? So they had to fly him off the island. right? But they didn't fire him. Like he's still working for the next you know, year. So he's funny, man. He says to me, he goes, like I have my show in 20 minutes and he's like, do you know what you're going to say? And I'm like, yeah, uh, you yeah. He goes, nah, man. He goes, I just, he goes, I can't write jokes. I just say whatever comes to my head. <laughs>
2: <laughs> so, oh.
1: so right away I'm like, I got to see his show. Like this is going to be a show Like normally I don't even watch comics, but if this guy's just going to say shit that comes to his head, this has got to be a my- month. So I go to a show. He does about 15 minutes of transgender jokes, right? And then another 10 minutes about like race jokes, right? It was funny, but like, then he goes and he starts, and he, 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 like, people are, a couple people are offended. Anybody that has their arms crossed, he singles out. He goes, You, with your arms crossed, you better not write a fucking letter, you bitch ass. <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>
2: jokes off the top of his head aren't that bad anybody that anybody that
1: basically was offended he bullied into not writing a letter he's like (laughs) you write a letter I'm gonna everyone's gonna think you're a punk ass (laughs) if
2: I was him I'd have pulled I'll tell you what if I was black I would pull the race card every minute of every day I'd be like if you if you write a letter you're racist you know like I'd be like I'd I'd be using the hell out of that
1: Dude, so then they got a 3%, uh, aren't
2: you? Yeah, something like that. Yeah. So then there's this woman, right? Woman
1: by herself, right? With like big boobs. uh, But like, she seems very short hair, like have like a blonde, like lesbian haircut. And like, (laughs) so I think she's offended by the jokes, but not really. She's she's laughing, but she's coming to every show. So then they had that, a dirty scavenger hunt. On the cruise ship that I go to, right—the one where they have the fake orgasm contests and the and the, the twerking contests—and
2: one woman whipped and, out in the PG vibrator. comedy show makes sense.
1: <laughs> one woman whipped <laughs> out her vibrator and started using it on herself. She had it in her purse, right?
2: So I so go Oh, so you get that We so shouldn't get that toy thrown at you. That would have been go, the worst time.
1: Huh? So <laughs> a little to show slippery. To wine. <laughs> So i go to this show to watch that woman that has been at every one of my shows who, who I think is like kind of being offended. She starts, has her tits out, like shows her boobs, has the biggest boobs and is jumping around in front of the entire cruise with her tits out. Right. Like just bouncing around like, so then afterwards I see her, I'm like, here I am like thinking I'm offending her. She's like, no, I've been married. You know, she's like, I'm like, how big were your boobs? She's like, they're, they're double eyes. Like, I don't okay. even know that was, that was a sign, yeah. so uh, anyway, that wasn't even the worst. Carrying around a couple spare tires, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh. so then they fly me out, right? So then I like do the 12 shows in, in six days. They and they, they're fly, and I, I leave in Honduras because two more comics coming on. They fly me from Honduras to Guatemala, and no Honduras to Honduras to Guatemala. To Los Angeles, right? So I leave at two o'clock in the afternoon. I get in at eight o'clock the next morning, right? And so I'm like, this, this, I have a 12 hour layover in Guatemala. So I'm like, hey, man, I, I call up. I'm like, any way you could fix this travel? The guy's like, well, I can get you in at noon tomorrow. I'm like, that's later. I'm like, we're going, right. we're going the wrong way, right? <laughs> he thought so you wanted to
2: spend more time in Guatemala. <laughs> yeah, at the airport. Yeah.
1: So the guy's like, okay. out new material. <laughs> the guy's like, I can fix it for you, right? He's like, you're going to have an hour uh, to get through customs in Guatemala. I'm like, an hour? That's no problem. How big is this, could this airport be, right? I get off the flight. They're like, you're not going to make it. There's no way. The guy grabs my luggage. He goes, nope, you're not going to make it. You missed your flight. So then I call. I'm like, hey, can you get me another flight? Yeah, go to American Airlines. They're like, oh, you didn't get here an hour before. So now they're like, you have to wait. I have to wait in Guatemala till 11 o'clock at night. And I'm getting in later. I'm getting in later than I would have, right? Eight o'clock. Yeah. At like seven o'clock, the flight's delayed three hours. They got me going from Guatemala to New York to LA, right? From Honduras. Jeez. And the lights go off. The electricity goes off in the airport. So now of all course. of a sudden, it's a thunderstorm and people are screaming. Like, I think there's going to be people with Uzis showing up. Like, they're going to rob everybody. Like, it's a fucking diehard movie or something, or a Steven Seagal. So now mm. there's no lights for an hour. And they tell me that, uh, oh, you're going to miss your layover in New York. Just spend the night in Guatemala. They're like, I'm like, well, can I get a hotel? They're like, no. I'm like, no, I have to get. And then I get a hotel in Guatemala. Fuck and then the guy's like, well, you know what? To make life easier, will you leave your your air, your luggage on the flight tonight? And then don't worry. I'll get it for you tomorrow. I'm like, there's not, <laughs> <chance. laughs> not a chance in hell. I don't speak Spanish like so yeah so i got in i i left at one in the afternoon i got in yesterday at at one in the afternoon this is a 24-hour day hey, where's your
0: luggage where's your
1: luggage at my luggage i got my luggage i had to, i had to wait for oh. them to get it off the flight go through customs six times it was just fucking brutal i thought it was crazy. easy to get a hotel in
2: guatemala since 90 percent of their citizens are on our southern border right now so right. Probably, <laughs> probably wasn't in his vacancies of. Yeah, I was gonna say you don't have to worry about getting robbed down there. No one's left in Guatemala. They're all they they have uh, this thing called chicken
1: buses. Have you heard of chicken buses?
2: (laughs) No. They
1: they take school buses and then they like put they like paint them over like these loud colors and people travel on them. And that's how yellow. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 So anyway, uh, for what purpose
2: and why is it called a chicken bus?
1: I don't know why it's called a chicken bus, but they all have their chickens with them—the goats and their chickens—and <laughs> everything is riding with them. Oh God, yeah. So that's what I've been dealing with. Uh, yeah. So anyway, how are you doing? What's going on with you? <laughs> Which one of us? Don, Ron? how you doing? Don, I'm good. I'm good. I'm good. <laughs> I'm just sitting here, <laughs>
0: uh, sitting here listening to your all the stories. Uh, and I'm thinking, man, I got a boring life. No, you know,
1: <laughs> no not at all. <laughs> By the way, What's one of your uh one of your fights came on my TikTok feed, the fight against you and the uh Brazilian guy who was like a world champion at Jiu Jitsu.
0: Yeah, Mario Bates.
1: Yeah, that was a good fight. They kept stopping that it, though, was... right? What? Why'd they keep stopping the fight?
0: Uh they didn't keep stopping it.
1: Oh, it seemed like they stopped it and then let it go again and stopped it like uh Oh well, they
0: they say, so, yeah right they stopped it to check for blood, see if he's alive, you know, because um uh and all of a sudden uh Leon tabs speaks Spanish or, or uh Portuguese, you know. Uh because John's big John says, What's he saying? And Leon says, more. He says he wants more. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> and they got guys guys out there wavering you know yeah. leaning against the cage and about the about the puke from concussion you know oh, and um,
1: yeah leon's doing the interpreting for him that was a good fight they just called it right i mean they just it was you would just yeah. beat them up you just beat they just yeah beat
0: it was it was it went it went uh, about five or seven minutes too long yeah
2: Oh, my God. Usually when they stop my fights to check on the other guy, it was to vastly improve his position. Like, uh, <laughs> like I, would be, I was fighting in Poland and uh, I had Pujanowski dry humping me for a round and a half. I finally sweep him. I get on top in a crucifix and they stop to check a cut on him. And I'm like, no, 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 no. He's been beating my ass from top for like a round and a half. And they're like, well, you guys got to the ropes. I was like, the rope was across my nipples this entire time. He's been punching me through the ropes. You're supposed to restart you in the middle if you guys hit the ropes. Well, if you're supposed to lose... Like I was supposed to, because he's a Polish hero and I'm in Poland. They like they let it go, but as soon as he touches the ropes, if he's on bottom, we have to start standing back up again. And I'm like, oh, so we stand back up because he touched the ropes? Like, is this pro wrestling? Like, what's going on, man? You know, you uh, know, I was thinking though, I was talking to my brother. It's odd. Have you ever noticed that almost all pro wrestlers were victims of their own momentum? Like, <laughs> if they got like if they got thrown against the ropes, they just kept going back and forth until someone clotheslined them. There was no way for them. Hey themselves they like it just like,
0: yeah yeah really just like <laughs> a pinball
2: just going back and forth until you needed some sort of like clothesline or some sort of violence to stop you it was just i don't know it was always odd to me that they couldn't stop that and i always tell adam since uh i'll tell you don since adam keeps disappearing but uh I always thought it was funny that pro wrestlers made all their major life decisions based on the crowd's reaction. So like, yeah. like, like Hulk Hogan and Booker T would be like enemies. And then Booker T would help him in a match and he'd want to shake his hand and Hulk Hogan would stop and turn and look to the crowd. Like, wait, should I do it? Should I not? Yeah. And then based on the crowd, like, no, don't trust him, Hulk. And then if more people <laughs> said, no, shake his hand to be like, okay, I'll make this alliance. And it was always, they were, they were letting the crowd make their, uh, Life decisions, which I always found. All
1: right, so my daughter, uh, she- <laughs> <laughs> I'm just giving
2: you oh, a hard time. So she's, she's- yeah,
0: <laughs> people people who pay $50 okay, to yeah. watch something that's make believe. Yeah.
1: <laughs> Sorry. Now, so let's talk about Bryce Mitchell because he is the funniest human being, I think, alive. Um, hmm. So he shows up to his fight with a Bible and starts yelling Braveheart. Uh, he wins his fight against Dan Ige. It was a good fight, close fight, actually. Uh, you know, and then at the end, <laughs> he's Starts talking about Satan um, and how Satan caused the fires. Bisbing, I don't think I've ever seen him more uncomfortable. So we got this. I've ever fought. I didn't expect him to be so fast and move so well, and his grappling defense is so good too. Um, I brought this Bible in here tonight because I do believe Satan is taking over this. Country. And something specifically I'm talking about is these fires in Hawaii. I'll be donating five thousand dollars to Daniega tonight to give to people in Hawaii because I know they lost friends, they lost their homes, they lost their children and I love these people but with all my heart and we have to show Satan that he can do nothing through the power of Christ when we come together let me ask you about your eye obviously that <laughs> <laughs> Just, uh, open up a cup above and underneath how much did that impair your vision oh that's a scratch man, I ain't nothing I don't know it's <laughs> scratch hey um also, too, these these fires in Hawaii I don't. Michael Bisbee talking
0: about somebody blind.
1: Yeah. <laughs> I'm to yeah. The natives, and I want Dan Ige, a native Hawaiian, to lead this world in prayer against the power of Satan. Well, congratulations on a great
2: fight. Dan Ige, congratulations? <laughs> I didn't even know Bryce knew Don's ex-wife. That's so strange. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, she gets around. Yeah.
1: yeah. <laughs> so that he does the prayer anyway. Uh faith means a lot to him. <laughs> faith means a lot to him. Oh, man. I mean, should they let him lead the prayer? What do you think? What's up, people? Listen, today we're here with a sponsor for your bouncing bundle of joy. No, I'm not talking about a baby, although that's adorable. We're talking about your baby makers. Boom. That's right. Today's show is brought to you by Manscaped. But just like babies... Your delicate little guys have sensible skin. Trust me. And they deserve products not only skin safe, but also with safe ingredients. That's where Manscaped's platinum package comes in. From razors to shower care, this package goes above the gold standard for your body hair. So treat your beautiful boys to the world's finest toys at Manscaped.com. And use the code MMAROASTED for 20% off plus free shipping. Listen. Manscaped, I used to have the the hairiest nuts. It was it was it was rough. I mean girls would go down there, they would choke. Okay. I I one time I had to go to the hospital. It was just uh nothing worse than you know in the middle of a of a BJ having a, a girl having to like go up and go wah, 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 and start ripping out hair. It, it's not good. It's 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 bad. It, it, it happens to the best of us, okay? Some of you, uh, friends, might be Armenian or Italian or just, just hairier people, all right? Maybe not, but the Manscaped Platinum Package 4.0 is a one stop shop for the man who deserves it all, and that's you, okay? They designed this package to allow you to fully align your entire hygiene routine with elite products. We're all about elite, okay? The lawnmower 4.0. Body trimmer and weed whacker nose and ear hair trimmer feature propriety, advanced skin safe technology to protect your delicate parts your delicate parts and holes. Both are waterproof. You can achieve with less mess. Trust me, you don't want nose hairs and ear hairs. It's not good. Okay. You want to get laid? You want to have fun? You want to relax? Check it out. Go to uh, the Platinum Package 4.0. They cover all bases from head to toe and hair to ball throw. Get 20% off and free shipping with the preview with the promo code MMA Roasted at manscaped.com. That's 20% off with free shipping at manscaped.com. Use the code MMA Roasted. Use the platinum package because the gold standard is no longer good enough. So check it out and enjoy everything.
2: Sean. I mean, I, I think if you win, you should be able to do whatever you want. I know they told us specifically that they would cut us if we mentioned sponsors. I don't know if you can be sponsored by the Bible or not, but I guarantee you they probably wanted a signature on something. I told you when I wanted to have the name of a dead child on my shorts for one of my friends, they wanted a release from the dead child signature. They're like, well, he's going to have to sign something saying you can put his name on there. I'm like, he's dead. Like, so, like I said, I don't, I don't, so I just forged a dead kid's name on some kind of release. But uh, yeah, the yeah. UFC, it was funny, man. They always, they always do weird stuff like that. Like, don't mention any sponsors that aren't UFC sponsors. Yeah. And I'm like, so I can't thank my sponsors? Like, no, not unless they pray in the UFC. And I'm like, cool. Like, it's like, it was always something. I mean, something it, I mean you
1: could thank Jesus and you could thank, and you could thank, uh, you know, whoever you want to thank. You think Allah, so why wouldn't you be able to pray, right? Yeah. I mean, probably because yeah. I mean, it was. I'm sure it wasn't Bisbing. It was the producers saying, "Cut away, cut away," in his ear, like, "Okay, wrap it up," and maybe it was commercial time or whatever. But um, I don't know. I mean, you would think that they would probably be like, I showed my wife. She's like, "He seems really sweet. He seems very nice." That's what a nice thing to do.
2: Yeah. Um, he did say that the the whole thing in Hawaii, man. I don't know that much about. I mean, I know Oprah and The Rock are buying up the entire island from what I've heard. I don't know, and really? asking other people to help them pay for it. But uh yeah, people keep saying those fires weren't that weren't naturally started, that someone started them. I and I don't know. I haven't really looked into it. I'm usually I usually buy into a lot of conspiracy theories people are evil by nature but uh yeah i think he said that that probably made him uncomfortable too because he said in part of that that those fires weren't started by oh right he, right. he said he doesn't believe they were started nationally he thinks someone started it to buy the property up which would seem about right i mean that's pretty much how history has gone with this country so
1: don what do you think yeah, you well they got seven hundred
0: they all they each got seven hundred dollars you know from the government you know insane. while we send while we send billions over to uh Ukraine
2: Ukraine, yeah. I am I am a little curious, not to get political, but does anyone know why we have to support the Ukraine? I keep hearing that we have to do it, and I'm like, but why do we have to do it? Like, I don't like because
0: because uh Hunter Biden gets checks from
2: <laughs> that's <laughs> probably why checks it, from them. I, I know we don't do anything to support like anybody that China does anything against. We don't support them. There's all kinds of terrible things happening all over the world. We don't support that, but we have to support. Uh, the Ukraine and those those people have been fighting for 700 years over there over that property man like I don't like we I mean I know really why we have to do it it's because the military industrial complex has to make their money but it just it just cracks me up that there's just that catchphrase well we have to support the Ukraine like well since when I don't even know anybody well, from Ukraine you know like, You know what we're
0: doing though is we're sending all of our fucking munitions over there yeah. and we don't have anything left when, when yeah. China decides to fucking attack us we're gonna just you uh, you can throw water booms at him or something. I don't know. You can
2: make mama <laughs> top cocktails, you, know. you can throw dildos and kids' toys at him, whatever <laughs> oh, whatever yeah,
0: Adam comes like at his
1: nose. I gotta hire that kid again. Uh, so Ooh. I said that next season on The Ultimate Fighter, it's Bryce Mitchell versus Satan. Uh, and <laughs> one of my um, one of my fans are uh, one of somebody that follows me made a tale of the tape,
2: <laughs> um, yeah, of Satan. <laughs> <Bryce> <laughs> <laughs> Staten is far older than one hundred eighty-seven years. Ago. So thank, yeah, one hundred eighty-seven years
1: old. <laughs> like, yeah. So thank you, Rami Hana, uh, for doing that. He's seven foot eleven, four hundred sixty-nine pounds. Got much reach advantage. <laughs> so, yeah,
2: if I was good at doing stuff like that, to if I was good at making memes, that's all I would do all day. Like, if I was good at doing some of the stuff these guys can do, man, that's what I would just do that all day long. I'm oh, I'm
1: some of them me. are. So, like for example, the the Dylan Danis fight, I guess, is off. So, I guess Dylan got, had a restraining order against him. He was being sued by Log- Logan Paul. I guess he you was mean to tell him. me Dylan Dennis is
2: pulling out of a fight? I find ah. that unbelievable.
1: But then today he posts this, or in the last couple hours he posts this. So I don't know. It's that scene from. What.
2: Uh... <laughs>
0: Oh man. What the fuck are we watching?
2: (laughs) (laughs) I'm not not sure what that's originally from or. (laughs) What is it? You know,
1: the the, the Caprio,
2: that. Oh, yeah, the movie, The Wolf Wolf of Wall Street. Yeah. Yeah.
1: So, yeah, so he he makes this.
2: (laughs) We're getting no sound at all, so that's probably not. Oh, you're okay. you not getting any sound. good. No, uh, yeah, there's no know. sound.
1: He says, "I'm not fucking leaving. Uh, I'm staying," and everyone's cheering. And then he has the girls in there, <laughs> and the girl that he's making fun of. So I guess they're making Mike Perry versus Logan Paul
2: um God, can you imagine being Logan Paul and have to go from boxing Dylan Dennis to Mike Perry man I would be like dude I'd have picked up I'd have picked a way worse backup fighter than that that's not a that's not a yeah, good I uh, guess
1: Mike Perry's a minus three hundred favorite um, I would think, yeah. in that fight I, I Dylan's probably I mean Logan's probably bigger right
2: uh yeah he's he's bigger than him but uh I, I can't I mean if he beats dude There is no justice in this world. If he beats if he beats Mike Perry, then that just proves that the uh, devil buys souls at a hefty price. Because the Paul brothers, if you have the Paul brothers beat Nick Diaz or Nate Diaz and Mike Perry in back to back months, I can't like I give up. Man, I don't
1: know. Yeah, no, hundred percent. I that would be great for Mike Perry though. I mean, and now people are saying uh, other people are saying that that was an awesome troll move by by Dylan Dennis ruining the guy's marriage. Exposing the guy's a whore, and then pulling out of the fight, and now he has to fight Mike <laughs> Perry. I mean, yeah, I,
2: I don't know. Uh, is he for sure out? Because I heard he's got. He had to pay. I, I heard he had to pay a hundred thousand dollars to get out of his contract with Bellator to do the fight. So I can't imagine he just threw away a hundred grand. To, so I don't know how he pays his bills. He doesn't fight, and he doesn't compete in jujitsu. So I don't. It's really confusing.
1: Somebody on the underground was really making me laugh about this because they're like, people are going back and forth, whether or not it's a bitch move. How's it going to make it work? This and that. But somebody had like a yeah. really somebody had a really funny, uh, I mean, Don, does this kind of bother you that people are just trolling wives and then pulling out of fights and this, and I mean, a guy that fought everybody that, you know, wouldn't tap when Ken Shamrock broke both your ankles. Uh, mm. does this bother you? This, this, this current crop of, quote unquote fighter. Yeah, I yeah, I won't be able to sleep for a month. You know <laughs>
0: uh, it's really discouraging how, uh this new generation how, how they represent them, you know. <laughs> People who don't want to want that one fifty dollars an hour for to work at McDonald's, yes.
1: Yeah. Oh my God. Um so they're saying
2: it's still on. Uh, are you did you hear something recently? Because that's like a few hours ago they're saying the fight's still on. So I mean I somebody
1: know. Somebody said, like, ruthlessly mock Logan and destroy his marriage. Grow your social media uh, massively. Dip out of the fight, <laughs> leaving Logan doomed to be brutalized by Mike Berry. <laughs> <I, laughs>
2: yeah, I mean, there's definitely a winner in that scenario, I guess, but it's not uh, it's not Logan Paul. Like, so
1: mindless optimism, right? So he writes, Logan left several layups, but Danis literally pressed all the right buttons at all the right time. That took timing guile, and a notable lack of humanity. Not everyone can summon such demonic work.
2: <laughs> I don't know how, I don't know how Dylan Dennis can get in trouble for posting things that are already on the internet. I don't, that doesn't make sense to me. Like, I don't know yeah. if like, he didn't steal her phone and she's got nude photos out there. How can he get in trouble for posting them? I don't, it doesn't make sense to me. Like, I don't.
1: So and now Eddie Alvarez has called out Mike Perry to a bare knuckle boxing um, I is not think my perry much bigger than Eddie Alvarez, or is it my? Am I on? I think a little bigger, yeah.
2: Perry, I mean, Perry's a average size 170, uh, so he's a little bit bigger than that'd be a good now. fight,
1: though. Uh, that would yeah. be a really good fight. Um, you know, Eddie Alvarez, it wouldn't even be surprising if Eddie, Eddie Alvarez wins. So now they, there's a video of uh, can you guys see this? Hold on, of uh, Francis Ngannou. uh. Being trained by Mike Tyson, right, for, t- for for Tyson Fury, which is weird. I mean, like, look, obviously Mike Tyson's a guy a guy you, who would want to train Mike Tyson, but it would seem like if you're fighting Tyson Fury, you'd want a guy like uh, Lennox Lewis to train you, like somebody who's you know somebody who could prepare for somebody that t- Tyson's what 5'7"? Um, yeah, but three. fucking,
0: well, I would use Tyson too because Tyson was used to he always fought bigger guys. Yeah, yeah so you know.
1: Fine. It's a good point. I mean, yeah. You're
0: talking there's probably only about a five or six inch difference between Ngano and uh Fury. But I mean still, you know, he's gonna have to hit that overhand right. He's gonna have to hit that, that long looping uppercut, you know. I mean not just here, but this gotta go way up there. You know, but
1: yeah. So what do you think about so he's teaching him how to do, throw a jab to the body. <laughs> or,
0: or
2: right to the body. It amazes me man after all these years the way Tyson still moves like how smooth his oh, are—and how yeah. he's just he's just got it man like he's he's, he's
1: just a freak yeah,
2: yeah.
1: uh don what, what's your assessment on that instruction oh
0: shit uh, it looks like it's going to work you know i mean I'm going to argue with Mike Tyson, I mean, everything he did, you know, everything that he, he he knows, you know, it's worked for him. So he's teaching, uh, and Gano's a big human being, but Tyson's, or uh, yeah, Tyson Fury even bigger human being. So, yeah, yeah you know, he's, uh, he's going to teach him to get in there tight and work the body and then come in tight, you know, stay right here. You're going to have to stay right here um, like Tyson always did.
1: Dude, the more I'm, I'm like watching this, the more I'm starting to think that Inguno's got a chance. Like for some, like I'm buying into all this now. The more I'm following this, I'm like, because it looks like Tyson Fury is not taking this serious at all, and it looks like Inguno is taking this really serious. How how shocked would you yeah. how shocked would you be, Sean, if ingano pulls it off?
2: Uh, I won't be surprised at all if he hits him and he knocks him out. Like, he, like Deontay Wilder is not a very good boxer. Like, if you watch him box, but he's got ungodly power, but even he doesn't hit as hard as Nganu. Like, Ngannou knocked out Cain Velasquez with a six-inch punch. Like, a six-inch hammer fist. Like, knocked it, Like I've never seen anybody punch like Nganu ever in my life. I've never seen anybody with that kind of power. Like, that is boxing gloves or not. I don't care. Uh, if he connects, he will knock him out if he lands it. I mean, he... That dude, I've never seen anything like that power. It's crazy. And you don't have to. He swings so wild, all you got to do is land one. That doesn't mean he won't get pieced up and knocked out before he lands that one. But if he lands one, he'll knock him out. I absolutely believe if he lands one, he will put him on the ground. So. Don, who are you rooting for? Oh, fuck When is the
1: fight? I think like in three weeks. Yeah, I think really. Six uh, yeah. or something. Yeah.
0: You know, I mean, obviously, you know He's an MMA. You know, you, you want you want the MMA fighter to win. You know, to to prove that MMA is tougher than boxing. But um, the experience goes to Fury for sure, definitely. I mean, I don't care how how tough you know, and Gano how hard he hits. You know, he's got to get in there. You know, and that's what that's what Tyson's going trying to teach him is to uh, you know, bob and weave and duck underneath that that fucking long reach of Furies and get in there tight, you know, to throw that punch. So, yeah, but you know, experience, you know, you gotta go with Fury for the experience.
1: He's got Dewey Cooper training him. Dewey Cooper's a great trainer, but he's mostly a, a kickboxing trainer uh, or an MMA trainer. Is that smart? You think, but he's, but he's, Who's training, uh, Dewey Cooper's training in Ghanu.
0: Why? I mean, he's got, I
1: thought Tyson was training. Well, Tyson – I guess they brought in Tyson. But I guess it's Tyson and Dewey Cooper are, like, running the camp.
2: Yeah, I think that Dewey no, Cooper would- is his main – his standard MMA trainer. He's probably just holding the pads for him, I would guess. But you can only learn so much in a short amount of time, too, man. Like, it's uh, – it was funny when I was going to fight Hunt. People are like, you've been working on your kickboxing. I'm like, why? If we kickbox, he's going to knock me out. There's no reason for me to, to do any kickboxing. You know what I mean? If I can't take him down, I'm going to lose – um but uh you can only learn so much in that amount of time but yeah it's uh my guess would be that uh fury will just try to smother him and hold him and you know keep him wear him down or whatever but i'm telling you those first couple rounds man uh he and guy who's got a shot if he can land it if he can't he's gonna get embarrassed probably but uh if he can land the first couple rounds man he can uh he can drop him for sure it's uh
0: yeah but like you say, I mean, if it goes to the longer rounds, it'll be definitely in Fury's favor. Fury's yeah. gone that, that long, and Engano hasn't gone that long. I mean, you're talking, uh, what, a 25-minute fight is the most, you know, they have in MMA? I mean, those guys are fighting for 40 minutes right. in boxing. Right.
2: I would have liked to have seen them done something to make it a little more in Ngano's favor, be it even just MMA gloves or – Something, anything, allow elbows, like something to make it just a little more in his favor. Cause it's these boxes it called
0: it's in his favor. It's called 10 million dollars. Yeah, I guess <laughs> yeah,
2: that's, yeah, probably more than that. I, I think it said uh, closer yeah. to 20. So um,
0: okay, yeah. Uh, you could fucking with that kind of money I, I go in there blindfolded. Fuck. Yeah, yeah That's
2: how dude, That's how I always was. They offered me a, they offered me fade or twice, both times for sixty thousand dollars. And uh, I didn't think that was very much money to fight uh, Fedor, but I thought it would be like in a weird way an honor to fight Fedor, you know, like, and uh, he was, he had already lost to Bigfoot Silva and Verdun. So I was going to be catching him on his way down, Um, you know? So, and if Matt Madrone beat him, surely I would have a chance. So um that was my thinking on that, but uh it's crazy. The money in boxing, man, it, it's just insane. Cause that, that match won't sell as many pay-per-views as the next UFC does but the guys will make 20 million a piece and the whole card on the UFC for the next event won't make 2 million you know it's crazy yeah.
1: um and awful news uh, john doomsday howard's two of his kids I'm not, I'm not sure how many kids he has but two of his kids got shot over the weekend um were playing on uh, a, on a uh, playground i think it's like a 7 year old and like a 9 year old uh, and one yeah, of them well. is in critical condition so where is this at? uh in in massachusetts so if you're listening to this, there's a there's a, a GoFundMe uh, for John Doomsday, Howard's kids. Um, they were just innocent kids just playing and got shot. Yeah. yeah. To, I don't even know what. Um, I, I don't even want to think about what I would do in that situation. Well, there's no fucking, there's no penalty
0: for anything anymore. You know, they're, they're not putting anybody in jail for anything. So what the hell do the criminals have to fear? You know, they need to start killing these fuckers. What they need to start doing.
2: Yeah, yeah, I, I dude, I've always said and this will make me sound crazy. I mean, crazier than normal. But if you had like if rapists, pedophiles, and murderers, if they were just turned over to the families of the victims yeah. to be with whatever the whatever the like victims' families want, be it torture for twenty years, crucifixion, whatever they want, I guarantee you, crime would drop by ninety percent if you had to, if guys had to, if rapists and pedophiles had to worry about facing someone's father, their brother, their whatever. But yeah. you know, like Don said, there's no penalty for anything anymore, man. There's so not. When I was in
1: uh when I was in Beijing, um. I was like what's, it like, what's it like? Is it dangerous at night? like, dude, women have never felt safer and guys have never felt safer out, out there because if you even get like accused of something, you're going away forever. Not, not that I think yeah. that that's the way that this should be because I think that might be too extreme, but you walk around three o'clock at night, you're not worried about getting robbed. You're not worried about because it's just a different situation. Yeah. Um,
2: but maybe I've got so a Saudi Arabian buddy that said, he said the same thing. People don't get molested over their raped because they'll cut your head off with a sword in public. So he said it, it like twice a year out of a country of hundred million people. Is there some sort of rape or child molesting? And then they just behead them in public and be, it reminds everybody not to do it, I guess. So yeah, John absolutely. Howard, yeah. John Howard's a really nice guy, by the way, I want to make sure you were talking about the same, uh, we we're talking about yeah. the same guy. That's a shame. He's a really nice guy, man. I got to, got to meet him after one of, we were on the same card, uh one night he's a really really good dude man that is a damn shame that is
1: on doomsday howard yep uh in uh in bellator news so johnny Eblen, he's the guy that i was telling you about never lost a round uh they don't promote him because that bellator doesn't even you just don't even they don't let you know when it's on um uh, right. but he beat leon uh he beat fabian edwards who's leon's brother um and then uh leon went into the into the cage, it's not. I guess, they don't call it the octagon right. They call it the something else because didn't the UFC buy the rights to the octagon?
0: And, uh, yeah, yeah, they have. The, yeah, they have the, the the trademark for the octagon. You believe that shit? So <laughs> that's, that's, like the, that's, funny. Like, that's like the Dallas Cowboys getting the trademark to a football field. You
1: know. So here he is in the thing. Uh, Leon uh, was coaching his brother. <laughs>
0: What a sequence! Because, as we will see, Big John, it was Edwards that took the fight yes. He a shot; no doubt about it. Now it's the brother Leon. Unfortunately, as he takes umbrage with the uh, the jubilation, but a huge win for the champion.
1: <laughs> Can you, you guys hear that? So yeah, but what started it? I didn't see what started
2: it. Johnny beat his,
1: Johnny beat his brother.
2: Oh, <laughs> it's what's he, what's he supposed to do? Cry if he wins? Like, like how dare he <laughs> celebrate after winning?
0: Yeah. <laughs> write a letter, I'm Sorry. Yeah. So,
2: but that was the most press
1: Bellator got was the, the UFC guy, Leon coming in. And <laughs> to fight.
2: That's a shame. You know how you said the, like the uh, eight sided cage, you know, or whatever the octagon, they got that trademarked. We, uh to be sarcastic, one time um, we um, this fight promotion here in Indianapolis said it was the world's only six sided cage because the UFC was so like they would sue you if you had an eight sided cage. So they call it the hexagon. They said the world's only six sided cage and they did it sarcastically because they got threatened by the UFC to sue them if they used an octagon, you know. Oh. So um, I started a uh, I started a room where there was a there was a fighter. It's a long story, but he's a guy that sucks real bad. Uh, he's a chiropractor and a fighter here in Indianapolis, uh super heavyweight. And he makes everyone call him Doc. Like he, ref- he he like gave himself the nickname Doc. Like, I don't know how you give yourself a nickname, but you would call him his name and he would be like, Oh, I prefer you call me Doc. And I'd be like, Oh, okay. Like it's just odd. So I started a rumor online that, cause he made me mad about something. So I said he was starting his own promotion and he was going to have the world's only two sided cage. And <laughs> I said, it was going to be called the Doctagon. Like, that's what I said. You know, I started this rumor on Facebook. I said it was the world's only two-sided cage. And somebody said, you realize if it's a two-sided cage, it's got to be shaped like a vagina, right? Like, that's what somebody <laughs> that was the only way. And then uh, someone else commented, or it may have been me, but it said, yeah, just don't get caught in the taint, man. If you get caught in the taint and the Doctagon, you're in trouble, you know? so The Doctagon, mad. Huh? The, the what?
1: Got, did, did the doc get mad about that or not? Yeah, he got real mad
2: about it. Yeah. Then I heard his feelings real bad because he uh he's an idiot. But uh yeah, he's a chiropractor. But he the first time I ever met him, his name was Joe. And I called to set up an appointment. I said, Is this uh Joe? He goes, Uh, it's Dr. Joe. And I said, oh, okay, like I thought that was odd, but it was like, and so then I went and saw him. I said, Hey Joe, how you doing? He goes, Uh, what's the deal? What's this Joe stuff? And I was like, Thought that was your name. And he goes, Uh, people call me Doc. And I was uh, like, um, All right, yeah, Doc, like, I don't know, it's a strange thing, but, yeah, we were. Like, are, like, uh,
0: like Biden, Biden's wife, huh? <laughs> yeah, yeah,
2: she's Dr. a doctor well. I thought she actually was a doctor until I just found out it was honorary, so. Yeah. I think most chiropractors are just honorary doctors, too, aren't they? Yeah.
1: <laughs> a lot of it, a lot of these so-called docs. Meanwhile, there is a, um, a promotion that has Trigons. You heard about that? It's a... <laughs>
2: A trigon. No, but I'm hoping it's three sided. It's three-sided. It's a
1: trigon, and um, it's it's actually kind of fun to watch because the guys the guys can't move around. It's basically it's like you're like in a phone booth almost. <laughs> and, was, and then Angela Hill wrote, "Let trigons be trigons," which I thought, <laughs> yeah. which I thought was really really funny. Um, Did I tell you about when they tried
2: to this this guy tried to get me to fight in on an obstacle course? They had some some there was some kind of MMA event that had an obstacle course. As the as the cage, so you had to like run up a little thing, and it's like American Ninja Warrior, but you had to fight at the same time. And they were paying twenty five hundred dollars. I was like, dude, I would do the slap fighting before I would do. Yeah, I'm not going to run an obstacle course and like do the monkey bars and try to kick somebody. Like I'm not. (laughs) like a lot of work, man. Like that's a lot. It's hard enough just to fight in a cage, let alone have to do obstacles while you're doing it. But Jason, twenty. Yeah, 20 no years ago,
0: somebody was coming up with a, they were going to put alligators, have a moat outside yeah. of the uh, yeah. cage and put alligators you know, or search or something like that.
1: When I first yeah. started working for Ellis Mania, for Jason Ellis's show, like, I don't know, 2014, they had me watch it and like make jokes and stuff for Fuel TV. It's how long ago it was. But he was doing some crazy stuff that was way ahead of his time. He had musical chair fights where he had people play musical <laughs> chairs and then yeah. the last two people had to fight each other. Whoever, and then he had a guy dressed up as a, in a pizza versus a guy dressed up in a taco, and then box each other. I remember um, seeing that.
2: Yeah, that was awesome. Then,
1: then he had these things where he had shock collar fights. That was the craziest part, where people had shock collars on them and blindfolds, and they had buzzes right where they had people buzzing them uh, and shocking them while they were fighting. And somebody told me that he had special needs people doing it, oh. but 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 I asked him, he said. <laughs> I heard it was people with Down syndrome doing it, but then he said he goes. I don't, he said, I don't know if, if they why. didn't
2: have it before, they probably had it after. I'll tell you what. Like, that's Do, doing the fighting or doing the shocking?
1: No, doing the shocking. <laughs> <laughs> people were doing. The oh, fight. I thought
2: you meant doing the fighting. <laughs> that's uh You know, just, Diego Sanchez fought a guy with Down syndrome and um he he lost the fight. Yeah, and uh, I. I I commented on Twitter. I said, Diego needs to be re- retired. He does not need. He should not be losing to this level of fighter at this point in his career. <laughs> That's and people hilarious. flipped out. I thought it was funny. People freaked out on me, man. Well,
1: I thought it was kind of mean, actually, because I don't know if the Down syndrome guy knew that this was a fixed fight. Like, I think he right. thought he actually won. Right. And, and now he's going to go challenge regular people and just get fucking killed. Like, can you, <laughs> like, they set this guy up.
2: I like how you called him regular people. <laughs>
1: Grand slams, no hitters, and double plays are back. That's right, and there's no better place to get on the MLB action than FanDuel, America's number one sports book and official partner of Major League Baseball. And guess what, people? New customers in Massachusetts get in on the action with two hundred dollars in bonus bets, guaranteed when you place your first five dollar bet. Just sign up at FanDuel.com/slash Boston. And finally, you can bet on all your favorite sports from the money line to point spreads to player props and more. I love it, okay? But well, I'm gonna bet, I'm gonna go on FanDuel. So now, bet on an app that's safe, secure, and super easy to use. Don't miss your chance to get $200 of bonus bets. Win or lose, how great is that? Okay, visit fanduel.com slash and make every moment more. That's FanDuel, the official partner of Major League Baseball. You got to be 21 and older uh, and present in Massachusetts. Okay, your first online real money wager only. $10 first deposit required. Bonus issued as non-withdrawable. And bonus bets that expire in 14 days. Restrictions apply. See terms at sportsbook.fanduel.com. Help is here. So is hope. Hope and help gamblinghelpline, ma.org, or call 1-800-327-5050 for 24-7 support. Play it smart from the start. GameSenseMA.com or call 1-800-GAM-1234. That's FanDuel. Check it out now, right now. Want to bet? That's where you go. I mean, okay. <laughs> <laughs> People who don't He's have that. That's not what I, not what like I meant. That <laughs> was not the way I meant it, but okay, thanks. I don't have <laughs>
2: um
1: All right, so... Uh, fight an uh, actual
2: person next time.
1: <laughs> so, this guy, uh, Cho Kelly, right? Cho Kelly is, uh, fought this guy, Saba Humasi, who's a good fighter over the weekend in Bellator. This knockout was pretty fucking crazy. Uh, I'll show you guys. Um... Dude, it's
2: still, a, Boy, these guys are throwing bombs right now at each other. Shokari wanting to solidify himself. yeah, and- oh, 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 right
0: here. Shokari wanting to solidify himself. I
2: oh, and- oh, oh. oh. oh, wonder if Steven Seagal taught him that one, too. Yeah, oh, yeah. That Steven Seagal kick.
1: I mean, that was just a basically front tee kick, right?
2: I guess, golly, that's a those yeah, are pretty the first cool thing they plans, teach you right?
0: in karate class. Yeah,
1: you know. <laughs> <Hey-ya>! <laughs> <laughs> but but it worked. I mean, I uh, and then um, there's a uh, guy from Cuban who won the Browns medal in taekwondo. Yeah, he, he won his <laughs> second fight in 12 seconds, and then now he won this fight in three seconds. Uh, it was at Fury FC, um. It looked a little bit so, – uh, can you you guys see?
2: No,
0: Not yet. see
1: you. Big head shape,
0: moderate the here big man action. These heavyweights, ready to go, uh, big
1: head You shape. can hear it, but can't see it. You can't see it, you can. Mm. No, we no, can hear no, it, but you can't see, see it. Uh, hold on, Zoom. Uh, let me see. All right, so here we go. Yeah, sorry about that. Yeah, three seconds, man. Here, right here. You guys can see now, right?
0: Uh, Yeah. Yeah. It's the big man action. These heavyweights ready to go. Big head kick and right hand.
2: That's going to do it. Wow. Head kick to right hand. Robellis to Spain throws two punches, both two strikes, rather, both land and a massive KO finish. Moderate big man
0: action. These heavyweights ready to go. Big head kick and right hand. That's going to
1: do it. I mean,
2: in in three seconds, that guy got two life altering strikes to the head. That's that's a shame.
1: I mean, was that not being prepared for that or the distance? he didn't think the guy could close distance that much or.
2: Yeah, I think sometimes you just get kicked in the head, man. I don't know. Sometimes it just just happens,
1: Uh, man. I mean, now there's another guy, uh, Ben Davis. Right. So he's a guy. He's a he's a reporter. Real nice guy. He um good-looking kid. He works at a, a comedy club, I know, in Arizona. Came to my show, and he's tr- and he's he's getting hired a lot to do commentating. For some reason, he keeps taking these fights, right? He took a, a, a jiu-jitsu fight. I think he's a, a, a white belt, uh, and he went against this like high-level black belt and uh, lost pretty quickly, right? Jiu-jitsu, okay. He was on Fight Pass. He fought Anderson Silva's son last week, right? Gabriel Silva he never boxed before. I think he's been boxing for like a month or two. And he got on one of these like influencer leagues or something and uh here's how it went. I I'm not really sure why everyone's you know Ariel Hawani. everyone's like you got balls, everyone's saying props to you but I don't know man. I at a certain point someone's going to die. Um and I feel like uh I don't want to I don't want to see someone die. So here we go. So here is Anderson Silva's son.
2: Which one is Anderson's son?
1: <laughs> oh, I'm <yeah>.
2: just joking. <laughs> oh God.
0: Just crumbled. Man, just crumbled. Left a left and knockout for Gabe Silva.
2: He's MMA personality, Ben Davis? That's a yeah. weird that's a weird thing to do.
1: yeah. Oh. So I guess he came out like in the um the Philly shell like but I don't know if he he I don't know man I I I guess this is fun for some people to get knocked out but if if you know you have no shot going in and you're having trained I know it's fun making the walk. I know the press conference is fun, but man, be fucking careful! I don't want to see this kid die. I, this, I don't want to see him become a not
2: normal person.
1: <laughs> <laughs>
2: <laughs> like not too many like, shots to the head. <laughs>
1: oh, I mean, Don, what do you think about these guys taking influencer fights with no training?
0: I uh, they're dumbasses. They're fucking dumbasses. They, you know, it's like open mic night, right? Yeah,
1: but they don't get concussions. CTE with open mic night, and you may get humiliated. Oh, somebody you. throws somebody
0: throws a toy at you and you might, you <laughs> might go down.
1: <laughs> um, yeah. All right. So December 16th, they announced Steven Thompson has taken on Rachmanov, who's undefeated. He's the guy that just looks like a complete monster. He's just been killing everybody. Uh really, really good fighter. Um, and then Colby versus Leon is on that card. And they announced Tony Ferguson's taking on Patty Pimlet. Tony Ferguson's coming off six losses in a row. Hasn't won in God knows how long. Patty Pimlet, they're trying to make it to a star. I don't support this at all. Uh, This is just going to... I know people are saying, well, Tony's got a shot. Tony's got the experience. It's still Tony Ferguson, but
2: come on if it goes to a decision Tony's not gonna win I can promise you that because they're gonna give Pimp the win no matter what man they're trying they're trying hard as hell to make that guy uh a contender it's crazy
1: I mean do you like this fight Don
2: uh yeah I don't think
0: it's a smart fight for Tony no you know uh I hope he trains this time <laughs> and uh you know I, and uh I hope he's healthy sure. Yeah. otherwise he's not going to be normal yeah.
2: <laughs> eventually enough shots to the yeah. head the no, i was going to
1: possibly edit that part out but now with the you gotta out, leave it was, in uh now i now i have to I, look i'm not saying people with down syndrome aren't normal okay <laughs> i are any worse or like all people you know what i mean uh, yeah, okay like, we got, we got, we got saying, you there. can't tell or if someone brain has brain down things. syndrome or not is that what
2: you're saying? <laughs> maybe you're the one that's not normal
1: I'm not normal I'm not um <laughs> all right so now they're trying to say I think Usman might fight Bilal on this card too or maybe on the earlier card uh Kelvin Gastelum was fighting Sean Brady Brady is a monster Kelvin's supposed to make 170 for this fight um Mark Coleman's hip <laughs> popped out his fake hip you guys oh, yeah shot.
2: yeah yeah he that's mandate he's been on uh, he was getting ready to do celebrity boxing. I actually uh, talked to him a little bit here and there, but uh, he's gotten in really good shape, man. he's really like, he's sober now for, I think, two or three years. And he's like really, really working out every day, got in really great shape. And of course, this hip pops out, man. Like it just like it's, I guess it was bad too. Like bad, bad. Like,
1: uh,
2: yeah, he was looking like, all the way out. He
1: was looking great,
2: right? He was, yeah. Yeah, he's, uh, yeah. I don't know if he's on, I'm sure he's on some supplements, but even so, man, he's, uh he's been doing that, uh, the, the, what the guy liver King diet, I guess, which is basically just no carbs is all it really is. Um, It's um but uh, yeah, he's been, no, he's been looking amazing, man. And got a, uh, got his life turned around. He's been doing great, man. So I hated to see that. Uh
1: He was also fighting yeah. Montel Griffin though, which would have been. And Montel Griffin. I'm, uh, yeah, I'm, I'm glad yeah, that's not
2: going to happen. Yeah. I'm glad that he's not fighting
1: anybody now. A hundred percent. I'm, I'm actually, I'm also really happy that that's, that's not going to happen because he doesn't need to be fighting Montel Griffin. Um, so did you guys hear, uh, so unfortunately, Pat Militich got his third DUI, um, about last, last yeah. week, uh, last week, uh, oh. uh, you know, I, I reached out to him he you know, he's, he's, he's struggling Shit. good, good. I like Pat Militich a lot, but I guess the fight yeah. is still going on. Um, the fight with, uh, Mike Jackson is happening and uh, do you guys want to see the latest? Of course.
0: After all this build up, we have
1: to. <laughs> yeah. Yes, Violet, hold on. So here we go. It's called Caged Aggression. Hold on, here we go. Uh, share screen. All right, here we go. Pat Melletich. Can you guys see?
2: Yep. Yeah.
1: Right, I got to figure out how to get this. <laughs>
2: Live and die in this day. Live and die in this day. They're, they're they're fighting on the thirteenth and the fourteenth. <laughs> What's that's odd. We don't have sound again. You don't have
1: sound? No. Oh it's, My it's, I did lose the fight literally-
2: is they're saying I didn't and notice and the fights on October 13th and 14th. They're so. saying
1: live and die on this day. Live and die on this day.
2: Uh. Live and die on these two days. <laughs> <laughs> you did see where it said October 13th and 14th, right? I, I wasn't, yeah. It wasn't yeah. just me? Yes. <laughs>
1: <laughs>
2: Showdown
0: show at 12 uh, midnight.
2: That's it. <laughs> yeah. You had a fight for 11. 11.55. 11.45,
0: yeah. So yeah, in, so the
2: fight's still going
1: on. Uh, Miletic, actually, the day after he got a DUI, or like three hours later, went to the press conference. Um, he did not. <laughs>
0: did he drive? <laughs> <laughs> uh,
1: he did not look like he was in great shape for the press conference.
2: Um, I still think he beats Mike Jackson, though. I do. Uh- I can't imagine he wouldn't like okay Mike Mike Jackson had enough trouble with uh with CM Punk like I can't imagine he's yeah. going to be volatile but I don't know I have never known I've never understood and maybe it's just me but I've never understood what is so irresistible about driving once someone drinks like I don't I don't like with Uber and how easy it is, I don't understand what's so like. It, dude, if I have a glass of wine, I won't drive. Like I won't. I, I'm not giving him a chance. I'm not even giving him the you know a, a second to to. Well, I hate to say up, it, but man. Pat's
1: like you know. I think he like did all kinds of military training. Like he trained the military. All these, all these cops. He probably got off a hundred times of people that know right. him.
2: So talks- <laughs> I had an uncle who I had an uncle that was really proud. Um, He was actually the uncle that my dad always said you were going to be if you didn't straighten up like you're going to be like your Uncle Terry Lee is what he would always say, you know. But he was actually told me one time that he claimed to be the only person in the United States with a lifetime suspension in every state on a driver's license because he had 16 DUIs uh, in like 14 different states. And he was like proud of it. He goes, only person in history to have a lifetime ban in every state. And I told him I wasn't so much interested what you're thinking the ninth or 10th time you're getting in drunk. But like time 14 or 15, are you thinking they aren't going to catch me this time? You know what I mean? Like uh, he was the same uncle that fell out of the moving van going down the highway out of the sliding van door part while driving the van because he said he told the police he had to get some air. So he's driving down the he's driving down the highway. Decides to get some air, so just leaves it on cruise control. Gets in the back of the van, and opens the side door, and then falls out at sixty miles an hour on the highway. And lives somehow, lived through it. And that was like that was only his fifth or sixth DUI. So he he did it again oh, ten times after that.
0: Oh wait, how the hell they getting for uh, driving it when he wasn't even the vehicle? <laughs>
2: <laughs> I think they had no they had no proof, just a crashed van. From the uh, yeah, oh, yeah. Somebody, I, somebody I told him it. after after that after taking that accident that fall, they told him he was lucky he was even still a normal person.
1: Wow. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> oh God! Mate, again, thanks. you do open <laughs> I know mic that. night now. <laughs> I, I got that again. So, what do you got coming up, Don?
0: Oh, uh, I, I, I'm testing out my new theory. You know, I got these hummingbird feeders, and what they're doing—you have them, right? Uh, the wasps the fucking wasps come in and they chase the hunting birds out and they drink all the sugar water. Yeah. So I go out there, I go out there and just my shorts, my underwear and with the fly swatter. And I I swat <laughs> them and I see how many I can get before, before I uh, the stings get too much to, for me to handle. So far I'm up to 25 stings, you know,
1: I was thinking about more like promoting your podcast or like a show you might be coming up. or something, But,
2: <laughs> but um. that, I actually that all I don't know if that all's true. That sounds about right, but they really are a hornets everywhere out. I got some of those uh, Chinese murder hornets at my house now, man. Like it's crazy. Like, oh yeah, and things are mean, man. Like they are giant too, and things are like four inches long. It's crazy. When I'm not chilling groundhogs, I shot a groundhog guy yesterday. Uh, I had to shoot it, man. I, I was using bird shot, unfortunately, not deer slugs. So I had to shoot it like 10 times. It was ridiculous. Like <laughs> it, it wouldn't die. It just kept it kept holding on. So did the,
1: why did the, ground, oh. what did the groundhog do to you? What did the groundhog do
2: to you? Uh, well, I've, it's the fifth one I've killed in the past like three weeks because they chewed through my internet line. And uh, it made me really mad. So I hold it like a, a grudge against all groundhogs now, like uh, for doing that because they chewed through my internet line and uh, my fiance had to miss an entire day at work. And she's got a really good job that you can't be missing work because a groundhog chewed through your internet line. So yeah, I've been, um, I've been shooting them and killing the uh, hornets and, doing whatever else it's uh, i've got a hilarious what is, is she
0: taking uber over to another wi-fi spot, you know?
2: <laughs> she was drunk so she <laughs> drove over i was <laughs> trying to tell the military joke but i got nothing I got, awesome story to, I got an awesome story to tell you guys offline that will crack you up but i can't say it on camera because it uh could get me in trouble but i do have a really funny one to tell you at some point so
1: nice and then what do you got coming up Sean?
2: Uh, just same old stuff. I supposedly go, um, next Wednesday, man, they're going to do the uh, medial branch block on my facet joints to make sure that that's what's hurting me in my back. And if it works, supposedly they're going to schedule my procedure and they're going to do it so we'll see i got to haven't got my hopes up because i got like a 600 hundred dollar bill the other day from that doctor and i was like uh i thought it was covered under my insurance oh yeah we must have coded it wrong um i was like yeah. okay well, i'm not paying it no matter what so you know what i mean like you what doctors like to do is have, tell you it's covered under insurance and then they say oh your insurance denied it give us 800 and i'm like i'm not right I'm not doing it. Like I I tell every doctor I go to, if I get a bill, I'm not paying it. Just so you know ahead of time. So if it's not covered by the insurance, it's your problem. But uh, yeah, that's what, that's what I do every day. I open up thousands of dollars in medical bills and argue with people over whether or not I'm paying. So
0: it's, uh, yeah. I got got the PBR this weekend up in uh, Glendale, Arizona. Oh, Uh, Yeah. I go up there. Uh, Debbie Diamond, she works for the PBR. And you know, they're what are they uh, you got PBR, WWE, and UFC are all, all underneath um, William yeah. Morris Endeavor, you know, yeah. so it's like a cross promotional, so you get to go up there and watch the bull
2: riding. Oh, that's awesome. Well, I will be
1: awesome. on the uh Greg Gutfeld show mo- this Monday. Monday, I will be on Gutfeld on Fox News.
2: I told my mom loves Gutfeld, so I told her you're going to be on it. So you're going to have to come with some clean, good. My mom's a very (laughs) holy Christian woman, so she's going to expect some normal person.
1: (laughs) Yeah, yeah, right. Your mom's always fighting with people on, on, like, Twitter. (laughs)
2: <laughs> my um, mom is the sweetest most christian woman ever but if anybody says anything about me she will attack them viciously and it doesn't matter what i said she will defend it to the and end you guys
1: look so much alike i thought it was you like 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 talking with people Are you like, saying i look like
2: a 70 year old woman <laughs>
1: <laughs> like your mom's pretty your mama you look, look like she's like 40 your mom looks yeah, young
2: man.
1: we got a yeah good genetics man that's uh so uh yeah greg got monday tune in uh, thank you guys so much, and have a great weekend. You guys are the best. All
2: right. See you, man.
1: Take
0: care. Ciao.